This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that gives a quick look at something that happened a long time ago today. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're talking about an overlooked inventor who dreamed of making driving safer before cars were even on the road. The day was November 10th, 1903. Alabama native Mary Anderson was awarded a patent for her early design of windshield wipers. She didn't use that term, though. Instead, the patent refers to her invention as a, quote, window-cleaning device for electric cars and other vehicles to remove snow, ice, or sleet from the window. Which is a bit of a mouthful. As an independent woman at the turn of the century, Mary Anderson was always going to have a hard time selling her ideas to the public. A catchier name probably wouldn't have fixed that, but it also couldn't have hurt. The woman behind the window-cleaning device was born on February 19, 1866, on a plantation in Greene County, Alabama. In 1889, Mary moved with her sister and mother to Birmingham. Soon after they arrived, they built and operated the Fairmont Apartments building using proceeds from the sale of the family plantation. By the winter of 1903, Mary had received a sizable inheritance from her aunt and was eager to have some fun with it by taking a trip to New York City. While touring the Big Apple on an especially snowy day, Mary hopped on a streetcar to get out of the cold. That's when she noticed that the man driving the trolley could barely see through the wet windshield. At the time, a trolley car's front window was split into multiple panes of glass that the driver could open and move out of the way when they became covered in rain or snow. As you might imagine, the multi-pane windshield didn't work well in practice. Opening the panels exposed the driver's face, and those of all the passengers sitting behind him, to the bad weather outside. That may have been worth the discomfort if the system actually helped the driver see better, but of course it didn't, because there was still a storm outside, whether the windshield was open or not. The workaround for most trolley car drivers was to stick their heads out of the window to see where they were going. The other option was to stop periodically to clean the windshield, which inevitably slowed down the service. That day in New York, Mary observed what a hassle all of this was for the driver and for her fellow passengers. She began to dream up a better solution during the ride, and when she returned to Alabama, she started sketching up concepts for a more practical way to clean a windshield. The design she settled on was an arm on the outside window with a rubber blade attached. The arm was connected to a lever on the interior of the vehicle, which was weighted to ensure the blade maintained contact with the glass. When the driver pulled on the spring-loaded lever, the blade outside would swing back and forth, clearing the windshield. Unlike the wipers of today, Mary's design wasn't a built-in mechanism. When winter was over, you could easily remove it until the following year, or whenever it happened to rain next. Similar concepts had been proposed before, 
but Mary's was the first to work effectively. She filed for a patent in June of 1903, and it was granted five months later. You might expect that Mary made a fortune off her clearly useful invention, but try as she might, she couldn't find any takers for the idea. She approached numerous companies, but was turned down every time. The rejection letter she received from a Canadian manufacturing firm explains why no one was interested. It says, quote, We beg to acknowledge receipt of your recent favor with reference to the sale of your patent. In reply, we regret to state we do not consider it to be of such commercial value as would warrant our understanding its sale. In other words, the company didn't think anyone would buy windshield wipers. That sounds absurd today, now that they've become a standard feature on every vehicle on the road, but Mary was way ahead of the curve when proposing her idea. At the time, cars still weren't a common form of transportation. In fact, it would be another five years before Henry Ford began selling the Model T. Since the majority of people in the U.S. didn't own a car, that left public transit, like trolley cars, as the primary market, and corporations just didn't think there was enough money there to be worth the trouble. The short-sighted consensus was that the wipers weren't useful, but some people insisted they were also dangerous claiming the movement of the blades would distract the driver. With no one to make and distribute her invention, Mary eventually gave up on selling it altogether. In 1917, another female inventor named Charlotte Bridgewood patented a different take on the system that used rollers instead of blades. Sadly, her design never made it off the drawing board either. By the time Mary's patent expired in 1920, the use of automobiles was far more commonplace. This made the need for windshield wipers more apparent than ever, but Mary decided she wouldn't be the one to fill that need. Other entrepreneurs and companies happily joined the fray in her stead, some of which even used her design since it was no longer under protection. In 1922, Cadillac made windshield wipers a standard feature for all of its cars and the rest of the automotive industry did the same soon after. Not much is known about Mary Anderson's later life, though she did live another 33 years after her patent expired. She continued to manage the building where she and her family lived, and on June 27, 1953, she died at their summer home in Tennessee. She didn't get the success her invention deserved, but decades later she did at least get recognition for it. In 2011, Mary Anderson was inducted into the Inventors Hall of Fame, taking her place alongside famous innovators such as Thomas Edison and Henry Ford himself. Today, Mary's ingenuity continues to be an inspiration to young inventors and to her family, including her great-great-niece, Reverend Sarah Scott Wingo. In a 2017 interview, she told NPR, quote, We're all really proud of her. I have three daughters, and we talk about Mary Anderson a lot. We all sort of feel like we want to be open and receptive to our own Mary Anderson moments. And yeah, that's good advice for anyone, because you never do know when inspiration might strike. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. 
If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, please send them to me at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.